This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Is that a little chef or a really small cook? My name's Keen. Spice up your bastard life. I'm Aaron Twitchin. <laughs> and welcome to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's reaction podcast. And we're getting into the weeds of season five of Drag Race UK. It's the girl group challenge. This is your area of expertise. It is. Because <laughs> I've been in so many girl groups. Well, I mean, your your Spice Girls I podcast, am. your Sugar Babes podcast. I oh, mean, the yeah. authority of... <laughs> Sometimes I forget the authority myself. Yeah, Girl Bands <laughs> is my good week. So I always do get excited for this. Obviously excited we have Sophie Ellis-Bexter. Disappointed that we don't have a living Spice Girl, a.k.a. Victoria, where are you? Don't you have a yeah. documentary to promote? But still... <laughs> she doesn't need it. Yeah, she doesn't need one it. One of my fave episodes as ever is the Girl Band one. If you were on Mastermind, which girl group would be your special subject? Oh, I wouldn't do girl group. My Mastermind specialist subject would be solo careers of the Spice Girls. Ah, uh, okay. Watch me nail everyone. Because who would they go to to get the questions? They would have to come to the expert on solo careers of the Spice Girls, which is me. What was the name of Emma Button's second album? Um, Freebie. Okay, there you go. <laughs> down, down, you got it straight away. And where did it chart? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would need to study. What? What bug sang for Anna Maria? <laughs> Cricket. Crickets. Uh, what? What reaction did that joke get? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with this week, uh, we are joined by the wonderful Lindsay Santoro, who sends us off on some glorious tangents, but they were very funny, and we enjoyed being there. Um, and yeah, we. Think you'll really enjoy this episode so let's go Lindsay santoro thank you so much for joining me on sissy that pod uh i'm so excited to hear your thoughts on this episode but first how are you enjoying season five of drag race uk i think it's really strong this because not saying the rest of them have been shit but sometimes you are, can i say shit yeah you can, of course okay well, sometimes, you know, when they, they start and you get them cut and you go, this, this is going to be a slog, isn't it? They're, they're not fighting. And this one, you're like, there's some tension. Some of them don't like each other, but they do. And I, I love, I, I'm a, I mean, I am actually very invested in this one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think it's been a really good season so far, despite the whole 11th Queen debacle and some of the dodgy camera angles and stuff. Oh, my God. I forgot about that again. Someone mentioned this to me and I had to re-watch the first episode because I kept seeing like a, a, a weave and I was like, who's, who's weave is that? Um, yeah. Who's this queen that's gone? <laughs> Have you already talked about this? Because I'm not. We have, but how did, you, how did you find out about it, Lizzie? Because this is what intrigued me because I'm assuming, and I could be wrong here, but I don't think you're on gay Twitter and I don't know what no, platform of Twitter you live on. Um, no, so I follow a Reddit a community called RuPaul Cringe. Um and it's just it's just when things happen and you go, this is this is this is awful. Um <laughs> and someone said, did anyone say like there's a mysterious queen that was there but now is gone? And I and I obviously went, I put who who is it? Maybe how is it is it been confirmed? They've just edited this 
I mean, sex pest, apparently. Yeah, basically, they've they better. I mean, it's it hasn't been confirmed, but I mean, we've seen several limbs over the last two episodes, so we know there was somebody there, and they're not there anymore. So by the time the queens come back into the workroom in this episode, the wide shots are back. We see the full table. So that queen is now gone at this point, but they were in like the kind of after Alexis's elimination chat on the couch. So that so they were in the first two episodes. Yep. Yeah. How strange. Thank God they weren't in this one though, because how would they have cut them out of a girl group? Genuinely, I was thinking that I was like, God, they they were so lucky, I guess. Well, I mean, I I think they've been very unlucky. I think it's conspiracy now. No, it's too (laughs) convenient, isn't it, that they were able to cut them out. And then they weren't able to cut them out. Is the thing we kept seeing arms and legs of this person. They gave us teasers. (laughs) They gave us Easter eggs. And has anyone checked that if you put those Easter eggs together, do you end up with Michael's outfit from today? (laughs) Has anyone? Or a new Taylor Swift album. <laughs> yeah, like a, she's a mastermind. She's done it again. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, it's Taylor Swift Taylor's version. It's coming out via Drag Race. <laughs> um, so look, I was relieved that we didn't have any janky angles this week after the queens came back in. Um, but I must say, I know I just said the producers were lucky. I think they've been very unlucky in that. So there was a 12th queen who didn't join because of COVID or family reasons or something. She backed out last minute. Then there's this 11th queen with the allegations. So like there were two queens down and now this knee. Which... Oh, I have to apologise in advance because my daughter has too has just returned home from grandma's. So we might get a few shakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what did she think of the episode? She said, Maeve, my daughter, tipped all her toys on the floor and just went, it's a bloody mess in here. <laughs> So I imagine That's what she, she loves it, but she she gets confused between Drag Race and um, what's it called, Strictly. She thinks they're the same <laughs> thing. I mean, they're very similar. I mean, they're they very bright similar. and colory and glittery. And exactly, yeah, she loves the dancing. She Strictly thought. has more gays. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, and more and more plastic surgery. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get into the episode. Uh, this week it's the girl group. Oh, sorry. First, can we talk about this Naomi DD tit bang that they did? Like oh, the tit bang. I mean, how talk about the hubris of youth? It's like you know this show has been plagued with knee injuries, and you're gonna kind of eureka herself out. Yeah. I can feel that next uh, week. Let's just bang our knees off each other and hope for the best. I just thought. I mean, am I old why now? Why aren't they walking around? No, why aren't they walking around with bandaged up knees? Full stop. That's what. Like everyone yeah. goes out on a knee. Knees are so bad. You'd be. Careful. But me and Lindsay always end a gig with a tit bang. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not been a good gig, is it? No, no. Tit bang before and tit bang after. And we've always been fine. Yeah, that's how I welcome Lindsay on stage. <laughs> Here's a comedian who needs no oh, introduction, no. just a big tit bang. <laughs> next time, next time. I do like that idea, though, of them all being in mobility scooters the whole time. Like... <laughs> Just sort of whizzing around the workroom, not standing up until they get to the runway, being like, preserve the knees at all costs. Sponsored by Motability, and the winner gets the winner gets an adapted car. I don't know. Or those uh, insurance companies that you know have you had a have you had a fall at work? Has anybody <laughs> tip banged you today? Yeah. <laughs> How did you? have an issue at work <laughs> oh you know i fell off a ladder oh i slipped on a banana skin tick box for tit bag <laughs> <laughs> um right so the two 
Oh, first, uh, the two team names were the M52s, which was Naomi, Ginger, Banksy, and Kate. And then the Fierce... You know what? Fierce... Force Fierce Five? Fierce, five. Fierce Fanny no, Fire. Not in any way to be confused with Spice Force Five, which I believe was the name of the Spice Girls fake um, superheroes in the movie. No one referenced that. No, no. I was going to say, the... we, you were the best person to have up for this episode in terms of legacy girl groups in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, Fierce Force 5. Yeah, sorry, it's a mouthful to say. And I kept thinking of by the end of the show where I think R- Michelle calls them Fierce Whore 5. And then I was like, they should have just called themselves Five Fierce Whores. I mean, that's a, I think that's a better... The they weren't the funny ones, though. They weren't the funny ones. They just... Yeah. They were just sexy ladies doing sex. I felt so awful. Like, when they all grouped together and were like, this is our game. I was like, oh, get fucked a lot yeah. of you. I've been that girl that's never picked for fucking rounders, you bastards. Um, but they did well. <laughs> they did do well, to be fair. But is you've got to, because the thing is, they will then go on and tour as the girl bands, won't they? So you've got to pick yes. four people that you get on with. So that's why you had the two housemates go together, because everyone will be sleeping around theirs. Mm. It'll yeah. be the only time that house is an empty. <laughs> yeah. And then they have to go on, they have to go on tour together, don't they? So it's, you know, otherwise, how else are you going yeah, to wait nine months for club kids not to pay you? <laughs> it's a bit... <laughs> business decision you have to make in the snap judgment to be fair so yeah I can see why but it was a bit nasty and I instantly my allegiances lay with the other team yes you know, yeah instantly. that's what happened to me I thought it was I'll... it was very bring it on wasn't it you know where you've got like the rich ones that know what they're doing and then you've got this ragtag group that are gonna do it on spirit alone one of them with a bad leg <laughs> from a tip <laughs> bag don't lick my bum or whatever it was what's it don't lick, lick my art ah. ick my yum ick my yum okay. <laughs> Yeah. I just thought it was lick my bum. <laughs> but now that you've said that, that does sound like that's probably what it was originally. And then yeah. the BBC were like, no, <laughs> don't lick well, my no, bum. I guess it was about X, but was it originally ick my bum? And then they changed it to ick my yum? I don't know. Um, I, I don't. What would, what would you, if you, what would your ick be that you sang about if you had to sing about an ick? People eating in bed. Oh, no, we wouldn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> My ick would be um, guys that get into relationships with you and then convince you that they're going to marry you, but then they decide that actually they'd just rather sleep with an intern behind your back. Um, okay. That and smoking. Escalated. <laughs> yeah, that and nail biting. I mean, they're up there. I mean, I couldn't choose between the two. <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? I just think people. <laughs> <laughs> People oh, who breathe. People. People. Oh, oh God. I had a man behind me on the train yesterday breathing through his nose, leaving me with my earphones in. I couldn't hear him, but I could still hear in my head the pattern of his breath. And I thought, I'm going to throw myself off this train. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay, what did you want him to breathe through? His, his silently, just silent mouth. Like, even if it was through his mouth, but that'd be fine. It was just... I was like, oh, what? I couldn't, I couldn't see him because he was behind me, and I was just kept thinking, what's he doing? Is he eating crisps? Is he, is he touching his bits? Is he just watching something on his phone? He's really invested in. Like I don't, I don't know, I, I can't cope with it. And it's only one of those two. If you're not eating crisps as a man, you're touching your bits. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could speak first. What else do you do? <laughs> what, else? what else can you do? I'm the same. If I'm not touching <laughs> my bits, 
I'm eating a cake. Hey, <laughs> this is a treat. Just to talk yeah. to people. I'm not actually physically been near you. <laughs> this is not an ick. Yeah, you can't hear me breathe. The silence, the, the processing is of the sound. No, because my, my the, the amazing thing with Zoom is that it, it, it cancels it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can just you shut it down at any minute. There was a joke, though, about the other team being called the Meal Deals. And I actually, that's quite a good name. Oh, I like the Meal Deals. Was that Michelle? Because her new word is Tesco, isn't it? She said it three times this episode, did she? Oh my God, she's found out about Tesco's. Will she shut the fuck up about Tesco? She's going to go mad when she goes to a Lidl. She's going to lose her fucking nuts. Get her down the middle aisle, she'll never come out. Yeah. That'll be next week's challenge. They have a... That's what I was going to say. They should have like... <laughs> the runway look is middle aisle of Aldi. Yeah. I mean, I would love Everyone's that. got a tailor, a big fleece. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a string light, and then like El- old El Paso tortilla kit stuck to your arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm serving leaf blower real. It's only six ninety nine, sixty nine ninety nine. Instead of making it out of like little bags, it's just pop tarts string together. <laughs> oh my, that is a look. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you. That oh, is yeah. a look. I'm thinking of. Do you remember uh, Simone made a look out of Polaroids? It was like this kind of like oh, uh, yeah, just do that, great. do that, but pop tarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um really good lines in this episode, uh, just out of isolation. I really loved like Ginger Johnson during the um choreo, in all earnestness, saying, "Do you want to conduct me while I place uh, the saxophone on your shoe?" That was the weirdest fucking thing. But they did it. They ended I up doing it. <laughs> she put her toes in her mouth. Need- it need to be choreographed. I don't know that you can just do that. <laughs> no one conducted her. She just played that. She played that saxophone leg by ear. She didn't need to follow any any baton or any conductor. She was. A she really is the myling class of the drag world. She's <laughs> the best instrument, and she made it something. Uh, okay, let's get on to performances. Um, first up were Fierce Force Five. Although I was not really rooting for them because they were kind of nasty, whatever. I couldn't deny how like well in, in sync oh, this was. Yeah. It was it was like perf- really well executed. I thought so. Yeah. It's just poor Vicky couldn't jump as high as everybody else was struggling a bit, weren't she? Bless her. Yeah, she looked a little like <laughs> behind or unenergized in some of the choreography. I didn't know whether that was just because everyone else was. So- it was like a bloody work. I thought it was a boxer size. It was exhausted. Mm. Oh, this, choo, 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 this is, oh. that was a lot. Mm. Um, but they they were good. They did look a bit. Um, do you remember Vanilla? I thought they looked. You know, like no way, no way. Oh my Vanilla. god, Vanilla! Man, 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 they man, were giving that vibe to me. I thought they looked good. As in, as um, in trashy. Well, but trashy, but on point. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a brand <laughs> there, isn't there? Things are going to get nasty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that song is amazing for all the right reasons. Um, I like the way I, Tamara rhymes. Was it billboard and source? And did she did she rhyme billboard in the word source? I think she did, yeah. I, I, I have to rewatch. I, I, she said That's it. That's lyricism. Oh God, it, it was just I watched it and I went, "How is she done that?" <laughs> yeah. How is she yeah. That's what happens when your accent sounds like you've gone through a mangle, I guess. But um, <laughs> the thing is, hang on, let me say. Billboard, I'm sauce. Billboard, sauce. Billboard, sauce. Oh, Billboard, sauce. Oh, yeah. Where have we gone? Oh, oh, 
Oh, no way, no way, Bill Um, I can't help myself but like Tamara. Like, she is everything that would normally give me the ick. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, face filler, the tan, the bleach. Hair. She's everything I'm trying to be. But I kind of, I want to hate her, but I just can't because I she owns her. herself. I don't she's know. unapologetic yeah. with it. And she is just like, yeah. And she... She's got an unshakable confidence, and I should hate that, but I don't. I really like it. I think she know the thing is she knows who she is, and she don't give a shit. Yeah. And I love that. I I, I find it so endearing. Where on the runway she was, or after the critic criticism, she was like, "I just feel like a star." And RuPaul was like, "You are a star." And she was like, "Yeah, I know." I know. <laughs> I thought that was just so endearing from her. Yeah. This is what I do want to know, though, before we talk about the performances, because this annoys me every season. How do they record it? Because they're in that big room with all six of them chuffling away, scratching at their bits, and they've just got one microphone. That's not how you record. Do you know what I mean? The effort that we put into this and my sound is terrible. Like, <laughs> how do they How do they record it? It annoys me every time because I'm like, are you just pretending? Yeah. In which case, what does it matter? Or... They're just pretending. Oh. And then they go to a booth and record it, I'm pretty sure. Like, there was a clip. I, right. I, was, I, I looked this year. Well, now you're disappointed. Ian, Ian Masterson had cables, but there was one year in the UK where he just sat up there with a mixing desk and that one thing was plugged into the back of it. Bluetooth. These days. Yeah, I imagine they, there's, a, there's a, a booth somewhere. They do, like, voiceovers and stuff in this right. and they do there. Oh, I'm sad that the line about uh, little cook yes. never made it in oh. the song. Is that, that a little chef me. or a really small cook? Yes, amazing. Yeah, I that love that. Good, and I yeah. thought that's going to be brilliant. Is little chef still still a thing over there? I haven't seen one for years. I think they all became, well, as as working comedians, me and Lindsay know our way around a service station. <laughs> I've not seen one. I think they have yeah. gone to heaven. Yeah. They've become extras, I think. I think they all got bought out by them. Okay. No. I, the sad was business one... part of this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little chef have gone. Little chef. Little chef. <laughs> little chef. Little chef. Um, little chef have gone the way of Wilkinsons. They are sadly relics of of another time. But they won't. Yeah. Crap. I'm gonna. Has little chef closed? I down. bet they're like yeah. wimpy, where you think they're gone, but there's one in Streatham and there's one by my mum's. Oh no! October 2018. They've all gone. All right, Rest then. in peace. Now, uh, <laughs> Rest in peace. Why would you go to Little Chef when you can go to McDonald's? All right, chill out, Google. <laughs> there was I only knew one in Ireland, uh, and that left a long time ago. But I always yeah. wanted to go. I don't know. Uh, I think I remember seeing the ads, and they always had these like creamy chicken things that I was I was obsessed with. But uh, oh, yeah. in the nineties, oh, it was very highbrow to have gone to a Little Chef. Do you know what I mean? If you could afford yeah. to stop at a Little Chef and eat. As a family, you were doing quite well for yourself. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm at this point. That that song, that line, also didn't make it into the into the um, song as well because the first force five had like a whole extra bridge and chorus. The other song because they had like a fifth queen that had to you know have her say mm. kind of where she was had a four So I would have liked them to fill it up because they had some really funny lines when they were kind of chatting about that. You know, so I would have liked. Oh, but there were some bits when they were dancing, God bless them, the M52s. And I just thought, they're just running around that couch. 
blue like blue ass flowers. What are you doing? Were they not playing um, like, musical chairs? <laughs> the music. But Naomi was always sat on the last one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually preferred the M52s because it was shorter. So um, yeah. I was quite grateful that they didn't have an extra verse. If brevity, I think, is a gift, especially yeah. with a song that irritating. So um, I think oh, did you not like the song? I actually I did like the it. Oh, I did like no. it. Yeah, I did like it. I didn't. I thought this is going to be one of them. I see on TikTok now for the next six months, going round and round and Wait, round. Wait, hang on, Lindsay, you're on TikTok. Well, listen, I tell you what. I am on TikTok, but I don't post on TikTok because when I did post on TikTok, somebody commented like within about three minutes saying, is that Lewis Capaldi's mum? And I thought, I'm not having this. I refuse to be bullied on my own website thing. So now I've just got like a stalky watching TikTok. But that's what surprises me more. Like, I don't think they make TikTok for us, mate. Excuse me. When I was pregnant, they told me how to stretch my perineum on TikTok. (laughs) So don't you? There's a niche. Who Apparently, you've got to rip it like a bag of oranges. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Hello, I'm a straight white woman. Ever so Welcome sorry. to the podcast. Let's <laughs> run out. Let's run out of guests. And it's only episode three. Episode four is Lindsay's perineum. So three, lose his perineum <laughs> and the back of our yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it could stretch that. <laughs> um, I'm ever so sorry. Oh, Let's talk about. It. I'm Let's talk about. Time. I don't know which we, we. I guess we kind of discussed both of them, but I liked the song. Um, I thought they all did a good. Like I thought the M52s had a more funny song. In terms of I like, wanted, if yeah. I was to listen to one, I'd listen to that one. But I would rather go see. The first Force Five in the local gay bar. Yes, but I think the yes. M52s missed a trick because that sofa was static. Like, if only it had been on wheels. If only they'd borrowed Kate Butch's uh. wheelie sh- trainers and just pushed her around. I think mm. that could have given a lot more energy. She did quite a lot with the couch as it was, but I liked Kate Bush jumping out from the back. That was funny. But then I, they used all I, their I, jokes it was- early on. It was weird to see Naomi then stand up to do her verse and then sit back down. I, I just, it kind of felt She was like cured. Forward. She was cured by Ginger Johnson's, <laughs> she blew her foot back up, she inflated it, <laughs> yeah. and then she was cured. <laughs> I just kind of felt like it was like a like a polio victim on the couch kind of trying to serve her face. It was just all sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I often see polio victims lying on couches, having their feet tooted. Toot toot, you're better I'm, now. Welcome to the NHS. I've seen it once, I've seen it a million. If I had a dollar, I'd be able to pay for my whole family to eat a little chef. <laughs> good point, good point. Uh, <laughs> oh, I liked I liked the dancing, but I also I just I just half of the time when I was watching the um M fifty twos, I was just keeping track on Banksy because she just looked so panicked. Because I feel like she felt she was in charge of the choreography and there fucking wasn't any. And you could see her going, I'm going home. And it was like, you're not. Were you worried she was a flight risk? (laughs) She was just going to leg it off the the stage. I think so. I love her. She's my favourite, I think. She's really growing. Yeah, she's really starting to shine, isn't she? Like in a, a nice way. I think she could be a finalist. Oh, I hope she wins the whole... Mind you, every episode I get a new one, so... I mean, Tamara also had a great line calling the other team missteps. You know, I thought that was a a really fun pun as well. That's Um, also a great... A a better name than the other names that we actually got. Another great name. 
What was the eat it up? I'm a bag of ham. What is that? Am I meant I've already eaten, but I've just had ham. <laughs> weren't they all doing things that were like northern teas? Because didn't Banksy say something? This was so good. <laughs> have you had your tea, sausage and mash? Nice. Yeah, hey, Yuri, what you have for your tea? Bangs and mash. Oh, dead sexy. I liked that. I, I, I mean, I don't really know what it's saying about the world. I mean, because you've always got to well, compare it's... it to Bimini's great verse back in um, oh, when she will did never UK beat that. where it was funny and it was quick and it rhymed but it also like really had a viewpoint and had something to say it wasn't just yeah. my name's Aaron oh I'm kind of scaring I'm looking really fly and I'm gonna be your guy like do you know what I mean and I'm gonna snatch the crown yeah, <laughs> yeah. to say that exactly now god help you and nothing I don't think god anything's got quite up to that standard yet but they were funny at least they were funny Sometimes when I walk into a room, I'll kick the door open and just shout, release the bass, it's Bimini! <laughs> you walk into a bathroom every single time and kick the door. I wake my daughter up every morning, kick the door up, release the bass, it's Bimini! She just goes, what a bloody mess. <laughs> what a bloody mess. <laughs> that's not my mum. That's Lewis Capaldi's mum, that is. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about on the performances, or do you want to go into the runway? <laughs> I I thought it. I thought they were so funny, and I I don't know if I I I wish there'd been a verse about how awful Amanda Holden is because I really thought that's how it was going, and I'm sad that wasn't. <laughs> I'm sadder that she's Kate... not a host next week. I'm surprised the BBC haven't gone right. Get her in, and let's see what Kate Butcher's got to say to her face. I will say I've always had a grudge against Amanda Holden, um, but I have met her and she actually was very nice. So it's amazing what money can do. You don't know what they like at home. You don't know. You don't know that I wasn't in her own. When I was her cleaner, Lindsay. (laughs) When I was her cleaner. (laughs) When I was doing her toilet, I can tell you. It smelled like bangers and mash. Is uh, your grudge that she never got her golden buzzer on Britain's Got Talent? Is that the grudge? <laughs> She'd already used it. Yeah, that is no. part of my grudge. <laughs> <laughs> the ca- the runway category was Night of a Thousand Pop Icons. This should be uh, a seasonally challenge. They should do it every season. I think it was great. Yeah. Um, no, I am I'm mad about it. Right? Okay. It's not specific enough. It was not niche enough. It was too broad. It should have been either night of a thousand british pop icons or they should have just stepped in and been like a night of a thousand lisa scott lees <laughs> maybe not a thousand <laughs> night of a dozen lisa scott at least a lot lees um, a lot of lees <laughs> i don't know i'm su- i'm surprised there weren't more beyonce's i <laughs> I just think they weren't enough i think they all should have gone <laughs> to beyonce <laughs> well i think they've done that night of a thousand beyonce's already well then don't do oh yeah of course no i Elton, want it to be someone I... trash i want it like martin mccutcheon or something do you know what I mean? let's be british about it yeah. so i'm yeah, giving extra so... points to queens that came as british pop icons okay fair um yeah i mean like they they have done my favorite british icon before i guess in season two so maybe they're trying to change it but like there's still plenty we can go for and this is specifically honed to pop stars so I think um, it definitely would have worked. Okay, Freddie Mercury is up first uh, from Vicky Vivacious. Red and white, red with the sort of white fur trim um, in the crown and the cape. Uh, 
I thought that was beautiful. I thought she looked amazing. I was very worried that hat was going to go. So God knows how that Yeah, stuff I thought it was amazing. And obviously we'd seen Lady Camden do a Freddie Mercury not yeah. too long ago. This was oh, different. Yeah. And, you know, was still Freddie Mercury. I thought this was one of the best. It was Lady Camden's yeah, where she did the trip one. as well. And then yeah. she came up as, oh God, that was, that was so good. Um, I obviously give this one points because I'm pretty sure Freddie Mercury is British. <laughs> Is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know I should. Please don't hate me for that. Um, but I was I think, surprised. He, I think you think... he was born somewhere exciting. He, it, you Zan- Zan- like Zanzibar? Is it? If that's a, I think that's the old name for the place that he was born. Oh, yeah. I don't think you're allowed to call it that anymore. Yeah, I don't um, know what it's called now. I, yeah, I did like the look. I was surprised, though, because I thought she might get red for it oh, a little yeah, bit Zanzibar. because it was... But like it was here I am talking about the episode and we're doing geography. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're both in Southern Africa at the moment. Sorry. (laughs) Didn't know we're doing South African drag race right now. Um, I'll just keep my thoughts to the lovely Cornish Queen to myself. (laughs) No, I think I think you're I think you're sorry. Like it it it, it, although it was simple, it was still like really detailed uh, and captured the character really well. And like the face was beat, like she looked amazing in the face this is what i found about tamara's sorry to jump ahead but like like they said it was just lady elvis where i wanted like i don't know like a big skirt or a fatter collar i, I don't oh, know I what, what i wanted you, want, word, you wanted huge flares i think like he's famous for I the want, flares yeah. you wanted huge flares or like an even bigger yeah. quip or something like that and yeah i mean she looked she great, looked great. and not, i can't but, unsee but, the demi Moore now no, no, can I? It's stressing me out, man. <laughs> I did like that little wisp of hair, though. I've always wanted like a little wisp of hair that just. Oh, I wanted to cut it off. Oh, that no, was I my idea. I'm going to keep my hair like off. this entire episode just to annoy you now. Oh, yeah. don't! I'm trying to reach for the screen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whack it up your head. Um, You'll go cross-eyed. <laughs> Uh, next up was um, Dee Delicious, who gave us a Pink Friday era Nicki Minaj with the two toned wig, pink on one side, blonde on the other side, with this kind of like netted lace bodice, um, and obviously big curves and swerves. I don't think Nicki Minaj would wear this. I wouldn't have guessed it was Nicki. I wouldn't have guessed. That's exactly what I... When she came out, I thought, that is beautiful. That is lovely drag. That is stunning. But I'm not 100% getting... I'm getting inspirations of Minaj, but I'm not getting the whole mirage of Minaj. Ooh, a Minaj mirage. Minaj Ah. a trois, (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe if she'd gone for that really obvious pink uh, straight cut wig then maybe yeah, that would have given it. But like, it was a beautiful outfit. Um, I and I hope it. she wears it again. Not on the series, obviously. You're not meant to do that. But... <laughs> I, in the challenge, actually, there's something about her makeup that I find kind of jarring. Like it's, she obviously paints really, really well, but I feel like she always has Instagram face on in a way that I feel like yeah. it kind of, I think, I think I had the same issue with Ellie Diamond, which was like, this, if it kind of feels like she's built in the sort of layer, like the sort of filter, sorry, to her face that like, it just kind of looks like it's AI generated or something like that in a way that I feel like I don't really get to know her. I feel it's like a, 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 an arm's distance between me and her. Like if everyone else there was sort of a real person and she was the sort of like AI drag queen in a way that I find kind of jarring. I quite like having an arm's distance from Dee Dee because I think she might be a spitter. So... I'm <laughs> 
I'm honest. I, I'm all right with that. Like, like a camel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep you your hand out that man. You're like Janet Street Porter dragging the camels around and I'm a celeb. <laughs> I'm liking Didi a lot more, actually, I think. I did... I, Really yeah, thought she, she was going to be gone one of the first two weeks, didn't we? In that first episode, well, um, when she does only talk about herself, that is true. Like I, I didn't really notice that until oh. Tamara said, "Like, oh, give it a fucking yeah. rest." Like, and I was yeah, like, oh, Mimi, didn't she? Yeah, that was funny. Mimi, I really, I still haven't gelled with her though. Like, I'm, I would still be happy. Like, she's one I'm happy. I'd be more happy to her. see go over the others. There's a lot of them. I have a lot of connections to. Me but she's twenty. She's twenty. Do you know what I mean? Like, what twenty year old is nice? Like, do you know what I mean? They are self obsessed. They are. Oh, I was she's there. on a sh- Yeah, she's on a show. I was of course getting she's fingered by the bins, drinking white lightning. I wasn't dressing like that, doing me. Con- you want to see me contour? When I was twenty, never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. I was just, I was just a moon with eyebrows. <laughs> um, I mean, there's been. <laughs> There's been contestants on the show before who've been 20 who've been nice. I think she's not horrible. I just don't think she's yeah. getting her personality across. I think she's, yeah, she's possibly hiding a little bit between. Agreed. Agreed. And, and I think she... who she is and how she fits in. Mm. And it's a classic thing, I think, of like, because... Um, God, I've forgotten the name now of her sister, Christopher Versace. Because she won. Mm. I feel there's like a weight on her shoulders in a way, I think, that she's trying to shake. And Crystal was really nice and she was really young as well. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know why I said really nice because I don't think she was. I meant to say really young. She was really young. Was she not nice? She seemed a little bit more secure. She was nice. Stuff. I can't remember. To be honest, no, I don't mean this in a nasty way because she was like a looks queen and that's not my favourite thing about drag. Um, So she wasn't really my, my favourite winner or one of my favourite acts. But like, good on her. Like, I'm happy for her. I mean, I know I don't sound it. No, I was going to say it. I'm happy, I'm happy for her. The, the bastard. <laughs> I mean, I hate everything she ever did, but look. Me talking about every other gay comic going. I'm happy for them. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I really hope they don't get in a bus accident. I think this is why me and you get on. It's because I'm not a threat to him. I'm not a threat. I'm not going to take his gigs. (laughs) It's literally that. And vice versa. No, we're we're all right. We're okay. We can be happy on the same level and hate the same people. (laughs) But never each other. So we're not a threat. Yeah, we're just we're just H and Claire from Steps cutting out the other three. Basically, <laughs> spot on. Oh, that is spot on. And she got fat and lost weight, and that's what I did. <laughs> and she ripped her perineum as well. <laughs> oh God. Okay, Caramel is up next with her Coachella entrance, Beyonce look. Um, to be honest, this looked lovely, but I didn't get Beyonce off it. I got more that sort of Grecian um, look that Madonna wore at the Super Bowl yeah, off it than I did Beyonce. Okay, no, you're both, you're both wrong. You're both wrong. That was... So what it was was a not obvious Beyonce choice, but that is the cover of Homecoming, the hat, especially. Yeah, yeah. And like, so I actually really appreciated that she did the first half of the lip sync still in the hat. I was hoping she'd do the whole thing. I know I probably shouldn't be calling it a hat, but like, yeah, the baseball cap. But it's like, it's like, the, um, <laughs> it's like, no, it's like a Nefertiti kind of head. Yeah. Head so it, I think it was, 
it was how do you do Beyonce without obviously doing Beyonce? Do you know what I mean? Like in the turning up in the crazy in love orange dress or something. Yeah. And like it just looked so expensive. Like it just looked really expensive. But was the challenge not to do Beyonce in a way that's obviously Beyonce? She did. She did Beyonce. But not in a way I that's obviously Beyonce. Beyonce. I thought Naomi did a better job because I recognize that look more. I can't, I like that baseball wielding lemonade Beyonce I felt was more, it gave me the visual clues quicker than this i think you're just being basic <laughs> i'm staying out of this because i don't know enough sorry, about the I'm answer sorry. i'm sorry you don't know the catalog i'm sorry that you know you don't have such a refined palette when it comes to beyonce enjoyment i'm just saying i don't know we did it better even though the material was didn't was obviously not as good like it was a kind of lighter material um like it definitely looked a cheaper version of it i think Kara looked more expensive. I just didn't look at Kara and go, that's Beyonce. I didn't notice Naomi's bat was, um, I didn't notice at first that it was crystallised or rhinestoned or, or She was swinging it, was, it around, try, trying to get people yeah. to look at that rather than a gammy old leg. Look at this. <laughs> look at me stick. Don't look at me leg. Look at me stick. Don't look at me leg. Look at me stick. <laughs> uh, we discussed Tamara as Elvis. Uh, so then next up is Michael Marulli's Five Spice. Spice and style. No. Five Spice. <laughs> five Spice yeah. is great. Did they not say that? <laughs> no, they didn't say that. Oh, well five Spice. Well oh, oh, I thought that was brilliant. I love that. Yeah. This was brilliant. Yeah. It was the best one that was a take, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, not just replicating a look, but going like, what is my angle, like my viewpoint on this look? Um, and it was very, I mean, obviously, I give it extra points because it's British. Yeah. I take away points because I do not feel like Sporty Spice was very well represented in that. Yeah, she who was, very the, minor was she? The orange? She had a whole. She, was the she had a whole tit. Like many, some of them only got half a leg. Just take the tit. What are you supposed to? She couldn't. Have, I'd have loved to have seen her wearing one trainer and a stiletto. I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. But I love. The but I think cane. that takes a mix, really. The cane. Giving Mel C a tit—that's not fair. She's barely got any herself. Do you know what I mean? She'll just feel that's rubbing well, it in her face. More tit, Benton. Has she not got big tits? No, she's very sporty, isn't she? That's. It was, I know it was sporty well. people with massive knockers. Um, <laughs> but like. The cape, like I loved how the inside of the cape was lined with a different material yeah. than the outside. And I just, I thought she, she took every part of her body and her outfit and just everything was Spice Girls. Mm. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Did, did she even do like a Mel C high kick as a nod to Mel um, C oh, on the runway? I didn't see it, but she might have done. The boots yeah. as well. The boots were split as well. Oh, like, yeah. They were the red um, Brit Award um Jerry boots at the back and then the front I can't remember whether they were leopard print or but they had one was leopard print one one was the baby spice boot I think the white yeah and I think maybe one of them had like a VB stiletto heel there was a lot of detail and effort in that it was like properly designed not just like um, oh can you find me this dress from the lemonade video no shade to Naomi but like do you know what I mean like there was it sounds like shade to Naomi (laughs) it does (laughs) One must say. One must point. Oh my god! Literally, a, a like a sixty-year-old woman said to me yesterday, "No shade." And I was like, oh, oh, "Someone's someone's been watching Drag Race," and she yeah. said, "Doesn't isn't everyone?" And I was like, "We've Quite. made it. We've seeped into the culture." 
<laughs> she sounds like a great lady. I love. She I want was, to hang out she with was, her. She, she was. Doesn't she everyone was. like highest bouquet almost? Yeah. Not everyone. <laughs> I mean, I've created the voice. I've, I've, okay. I've made a character. Well, better, it's, it's canon. It's canon. I also like that she was probably one of the only drag queens that was actually alive when the Spice Girls were around. Don't. It's so sad. We're very. I'm old. very worried that I might be Michael. Really, if you had to compare yourself to any of them in real life, it's it's me and Michael, isn't it? I think is that where my comedy career is going to take me to Benidorm or wherever it is that she's Grand Canaria. I think I'd be Alexis St. Pete because I'm after walking around with my dress open and my fanny hanging out. So that's probably <laughs> me. I think. You know, if you have to pick one. When I sh- when yeah. she came out in that fishnet thing, I thought I'd wear that. When she turned the corner and shut off her muff off, I thought, yeah, that's definitely me. I have worn that. I have worn that. <laughs> Not on purpose. My dress is ripped. People have gone, you're flaps her out. I know. You saw her turn the corner, you're like, oh, you saw that TikTok too about <laughs> the perennial. <laughs> All right, Banksy is up next in the David Bowie Yamamoto pants. Oh, I love that. Was, it was thing. very amazing. Stunning. That was stunning. Mm. Standing forward, and she, oh, beautiful. <clears throat> and she looks so like him, but also like herself at the same time, which is exactly what you wanted to be. This was this for me was the best of the night. I thought. Yeah. Oh, really? Wasn't my favorite look, but like so on brand. She's like I feel like she's really fully formed as a drag queen, and like she's just unpeeling before us and just showing us little oh. bits like it, she feels very in control of her journey and trajectory on this show and i'm, I'm loving it for yeah. her yeah absolutely um ginger johnson gave us elton john singing crocodile rock on the muppets um with big sort of multicolored plumage behind her and this sort of white mirrored kind of rock and roll suit thing uh i felt now maybe elton john didn't wear glasses on this muppet show performance but i felt it needed glasses i think a lot of elton's looks are iconic for their glasses the love heart shaped glasses the kind of like the sunglasses like it's a a iconic part of his look and i felt that was slightly missing the strap under the neck was doing my head in i i I feel like her, her look was just kind of looked at and swept across but there's some scenes where she was turning and you could just see like that flap under her neck oh i didn't know oh it's oh it was like oh, god you someone in production could have said tape your flap down <laughs> oh well done for spotting that, I haven't yeah, spotted but, that. i'll be honest no, she on. walked out and i didn't really like it and then i thought i've said that about every outfit she's worn and i feel like i'm hating on her so what did i write down yeah did like <laughs> but i think so i, I just changed my opinion <laughs> I'm very fickle. You should have said that, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say I didn't like it, so yeah. I wasn't my favorite. So I just wrote, well, yeah. 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 But the thing is, I think I was tired by that point. Like, there's so many queens, and the looks aren't really my favorite bit of a, a show. And like, oh, I don't know. I think the order in which you come out does really matter, actually. And yeah, I was, I think I was tired. Well, I think they saved the best runway performance for last of Kate Butch coming out. As oh, Twain. she might be my favourite next week, I think. Has she not been so far? Oh, she's been up there. I kind of teeter between whoever, whoever I feel like, but Kate Butch was... Jeez. The whole delivery of the rocket and then the car and then Sophie Ellis-Bexter being like, I heard Brad Pitt's free, she pulls it, Brad Pitt. Like, I mean, the box need, like, she, I mean, the bag should have been a hat box if we're being very pedantic because I think that's what she has. Square? 
in the Atacama, Atacama desert. Um, but, oh no, anyway, not the Atacama. Which desert? Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, it, don't it was... turn this into a geography podcast yeah. again. <laughs> it's the desert don't care. LA, LA. Uh, anyway, it is, um, yeah, I thought it was amazing. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. It's lovely. such an iconic look, isn't it? Like, so it's a really good choice. I think you know instantly who it is. You know instantly what it is. Um, and she was so funny. I did think when they did close-ups of her face, though, it was very like your nana under a rain mac, wouldn't it? Like, because because she's pulling face. <laughs> like, I don't. She's not. I'm not impressed. I don't like that. I, so, yeah. like, it was giving me. That, I feel I like, like she's scared to be beautiful, and I think she is beautiful, and she almost masks it under comedy, like me. I, I, mm. I, I it's taking me a while, but I realise that I am. Very stunning. Once I've drawn my eyebrows on, um, and I just I I I loved I loved it. I, I loved her on the runway. I thought she was wonderful. I thought it was very funny. But I was always a bit like I want to see her do something really glam, like really mm. yeah, done indie that's glam. A really good point. I do you think we've skipped over a mirror moment that I do you think was important? Oh to yes, up on, you're right. Actually. You're right. Right. So Caramel had. I know Lindsay skips through all the sad bits. I do. Look, if I, mean, I don't want people to judge me. I can't. I, I know it's a sad bit. And I think I've got enough going on in my life. And I support everybody and everything they do. And if it makes them happy and it's not hurting everyone. Skip this bit. I'll go make a cup of tea. Have a shit. Come back. Everything. Get onto the runway. Um, exactly. You are a wonderful ally. And to be honest, it, it, was, it was a happy moment, really, that it? a sad Tell moment. Because it was empowering. Tell me what happened. Okay. Do you want to take it, Aaron? Yeah, so, well, I think there was two bits with Caramel today that I thought were important. So she was talking about her journey um, um, and that becoming as a, a trans woman and how she started off with drag um, and then she um, just didn't want to take the drag oh. off, I think is how she phrased it. And she was like, I just, she just slowly progressed into being doing this. But the thing, and it was, it was all happy, which was nice, like, because like, often we get trans people and it's all sad trans stories. And actually this year in the UK... If you think of the three major reality TV shows airing at the moment, you've got Drag Race, Big Brother, and you've got Married at Married First Sight. Married at First Sight, yeah. All showing um, trans women, unfortunately, so it's not that diverse in that sense, but I still think it's the really important stories. And it's trans women that are really at risk at the moment, isn't it? They're the ones that society are really coming from. Yeah, exactly. And they're not, they're not just doing sad stories about, oh, how, it's all so difficult, and it's all so horrible. So I think that's really important. But also what I thought was really interesting is she said she'd been on hormones she didn't specify what for three months i think she said yeah it was, um, I, I was surprised by how short it was as well yeah to then to be coming on this and i think what we not talked about and i've not thought about before with other trans contestants you have on is how that must affect you so she was when she was doing this she was doing her singing bit and she was very much like me pitchy af um and she was saying or they were saying oh that was because of the hormones and i don't i don't know how much that that is a thing and how much that affects it but then it got me thinking about other things that will be happening when you're starting on this hormone program you know the way that that's going to affect your body the way that that is going to affect your mood and other things going on like that's that's a huge thing that we don't really think about and i don't really think gets talked about two of my mates are going through the menopause and they're absolutely fucking mad so i i'm actually actively avoiding them at the minute um so imagine hope they don't listen uh (laughs) they know i've said like i can't go out they get drunk start fighting i thought this isn't like you you used to be part of the women's institute what's going on Uh, their names caramel and tamara (laughs) it's it's your hormones if you think if you're putting that in your body like like Eric said like the Mm. effect mentally physically is so difficult so difficult but 
that just goes as testament to go, this is who I am and this is who I should be. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, and, and the only other example I could think of is, is in that uh, Are You the One, um, that reality show in the US where they had a pansexual cast and one of the contestants was a transitioning trans man who was talking about how testosterone had basically just brought him back to puberty and he was just so like horny all the time i mean he was kind of using it i guess as a bit of an excuse for his bad behavior in terms of infidelity but like it was still just really interesting to hear like that first-hand experience of sort of foreign hormones in the body and what that feels like which is really interesting thanks for reminding us of the mirror moment there Uh, sorry sorry to drag it down to a sad moment no it wasn't sad it was nice i I will have to start watching them i do do, thanks for staying and not going for a shit then (laughs) (laughs) i've got a very busy life i have to pick and choose what i've got cara and tamara are the two from the winning group who are chosen as the top two do you agree with that i didn't care I will be honest because, and I said this the last time I did it, when you switch to, you go all episode thinking, oh, I wonder who's going to go. Like, that's the peril of it all. That's the peril of a competition to suddenly like, now we're going to fight for who gets the top spot. And when that top spot doesn't mean anything, because there's no money involved, yeah. there's you just get a badge. And it doesn't like, it's not like the number of badges that you get help you win at the end. You basically, I think, suck all the energy out of an episode. Like, can you imagine if that happened on X Factor? One week they're all singing and then they go, plot twist, now you're going to sing in a, a sing-off to find out who gets top singer this week and then next week you get bugger all. Yeah. Like it just, you've lost all energy and peril from a competition show. I mean, it's great because we get to see more of them, but tell us that from the start then or something or make it so that they win an advantage. Yeah. So next week they'll be able to choose the running order for the comedy competition or they um they're safe from elimination next week basically rupaul has stopped watching survivor if he watched survivor like you know it'd be like oh now the bottom two queens have got to make fire like that would be exciting to watch to me i I just think you need an element of of peril or or achievement yeah whoever whoever doesn't win the 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 lip sync has to play the trumpet on the (laughs) naomi's foot on Naomi's first. Just yeah. to carry <laughs> Naomi through next week's challenge. Oh, no, wait, we did that. <laughs> yeah, no, look, you're talking about, I guess there's this element of sympathy because I know the reason why we're doing this again is because another queen has been kicked off the production that we haven't been told about. And I feel, <clears throat> I feel that, like... But then that's a waste even... as well because you could save it because sometimes later in the series you are going to hit a point where you've got two queens uh, in the bottom through just having a bad episode when they shouldn't go... And then you can, you feel much better when you get a Enchante, you stay too moment. There is a relief. You've had the peril. You've seen, oh, they came really close in that savior moment. I know we've had it a lot, so it's a bit hack, but I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they did a great job of narrativizing why we were doing this. Like the meta narrative is obviously there's an 11th queen who's kicked out. We know that as viewers, Ooh, but they could have been like... The meta narrative. You... The meta narrative. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can see why he runs the podcast. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He knows. But uh, like, like Rue could have said, God, you both like were so different and you both did such a good job. I'm not going to send anyone home like as a testament to your performances. But it was just like, oh, you're safe. Yeah. Like, and we were just kind of just there shrugging, being like, okay, I guess we know why this is happening, but they're but not when, really when addressing the But when they were safe, I was like... When they were sent back safe, I thought, well, okay. I was like, well, well oh, God, my lamp's gone over. Oh, God, it's all kicking off. Oh. Um, 
where is when they got sent back for being safe i thought okay so maybe there's a top two here and yeah and a bottom and two. a bottom two in that group but when yeah. it cut then to the to them sat on the sofa and they were like oh so we're all safe so they must already know yeah so i was like oh, yeah, well, yeah. that that's there was no mystery about it at all. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It was all kind of strange. I personally would have put Michael in the top two, I think. I, I think agree. I would agree. I would have said Caramel and Michael. And Tamara's just got such a wonderful stage presence, though. I think she could charm anybody, I think. She's really excelling in this competition yeah. in a way I didn't mm. expect, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And I think because, like you said, this basically meant nothing. They were like, just put the roommates up against each other. It's a, it's a, you know, something that we want to happen at some point. Let's just have it happen now. And to be honest, I don't think it was that good of a lip sync. I did think it was good, though, that it was the two housemates up against each other because they could create their own element of peril, couldn't they? Like, lose a pace of TV license. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, Linz, I'm obsessed with the fact that their house is empty and, like, the burglars have been round, the pipes have frozen up, there's something rotten in the fridge. I feel like, like they've I'm, got I'm obsessed a cat. With thinking about I feel it. like they'd have a cat and they've just left it. <laughs> they had a cat. All right. <laughs> had a cat. I kept one. Another I think thing- the song... I think the song was disappointing for Girl Band Week. Oh, no offense to Becky me too. I wanted me too. murder on the dance floor. I want. I was oh, like, I think they've done that, have they? No, I looked. They haven't done any stuff for Alice Bexter on oh, this show yet, which not? I think is a crying shame. They should have. No, I, I personally wanted Heartbreak Make Me a Dancer as like the gay deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. And even Rue yeah. mentions it when he says on the runway to Sophie, like, oh, DJ, give me the answer. So I was like, okay, are we yeah. getting it? Like, this is like this is something I'd love to hear the lip sync. Which, if you want to know something funny, the subtitle, I watch it with subtitles when it's a girl band, so you can see the lyrics. Um, and because I'm old. Um, and they go, in the subtitles, it went, um, in British accent, Rue says, DJ, tell me the answer. And I was like, was it? Okay. <laughs> if you're sure. Becky Hill, remember, is a bop. But I mean, I don't think it's gay enough for this show. This is, this that's a Love Island song. That is yeah. heterosexual culture girlies. And I like it. But I want something gay. Especially if and Sophie it's Girl Band there. Week. It's Girl Band Week. Like, wouldn't it have been, because they are both big dancers, like the real challenge, if you want to see a challenge, you want to see yeah. them grow, let's see what they do with Hole again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or like, two Lady- become one or something. Ladies night. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Like, see them. See them. See them. Like maybe a mid-tempo or a ballad. Like let's see what they can see do them when they're not jumping into splits, which were amazing, by the way. That jumps. I but... was worried. I kept thinking, any minute now, how is Tamara going to take these trousers off? Is she going to take her trousers off? Because she undid her trousers, or her trousers came undone, and I was like, she's going to take them off. And then she was just holding them, and I put, oh no, it's just the buttons come undone, and her trousers are falling down, aren't they? <laughs> She just had a big lunch, Bab. She was like, I've had a big lunch and now I've got to sing. Her hair's come out. Oh, bra- oh, all, she had that Demi Moore wig. She honestly, she was giving a decent proposal in that lipstick. She was, she knew exactly what we wanted. Um, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Who do you think is going to win this season of Drag Race? Oh, I would like Banksy to win, but I feel like it's going to be Tamara. Interesting. <gasps> oh. That'll be good. But I'm, I'm, not, okay with that. I'm not a good judge of character, which is why I'm friends with him. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything coming up you'd like to, to plug or shout, shout about? Oh, uh, I'm doing my... Oh, 
girl, just Google. I can't be asked. Lindsay is on tour currently with her show Pink Tinge in a range of different areas. You can definitely, by the time this is broadcast, you think you can still catch it at Birmingham Comedy Festival, um, but it will definitely be doing yes. dates around the UK I'm in the, glee. the rest of this year and into early next yeah, year. Yeah, and I'm doing Soho, the the not the, the it's people are like Soho Theatre is a big deal. I was like, I don't even know where it's it is. Deal, I don't though. even know where it is, mate. All the best. It's in London. It's in London Tat. In Soho, it's, you wouldn't believe. Soho London Tat. Lindsay's a hilarious Birmingham-based comic, and it's not just about fatties, periods, and cake, which is what all male comedians like to dismiss female comedians as. Uh, Lindsay has an amazing ability to take a story that's just happened to her and then tell it like it's a bit of material she's been doing for 20 minutes, because it's... 20 minutes? 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> and there we go There's that backhanded <laughs> promotion from her. I'm so happy for yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> I think another strong episode. I think this is three for three and I'm glad the Queen's gone and I can have normal wide shots again and I'm excited for next week, which is this, I guess, an improv challenge. So. It's a comedy one, is it not? Is it not like an, an adverts one? I thought it would be. And they were like, it's it, us thing. That, yeah, I thought it was kind of like this. I thought it was like an acting challenge. Maybe, I thought it was like a pink table talk thing. I know, it was obviously unclear oh. what the scope was. Um, Could be. I'm hoping this is a good one for um, Kate and Ginger to step up out of the... Are you following Kate Butch on Twitter? She's really I saw her funny. Booked she's, and she clearly gets very well. Yeah, she also posted um, a meme this morning that was like... Um, it must it wants to be like one of those text message things that's been changed and it's like, I'm safe, babe. You're safe, babe. Safe, babe. It's like text from Rue. She's just been safe every week. <laughs> no, she's, she's just like, yeah. She's really in a moment. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see more from her. And look, I'm hyped for her Snatch game. I think we're going for a real treat with her. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with you next Thursday evening for the next installment of Drag Race UK Season 5. Uh, okay, well then, until next week, I shall see you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 